Reno, Reno, BJ, 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 BJ. This ain't rocket science, people. Nope. This ain't rocket science, people. Episode 73. It's your boy. What's going on, man? I'm going to get BG rocking with me tonight. What's up? What's, what's up? What's up, you, what's up you Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing. Finishing out the day, you know. Having a, doing some, some tequila. I mean, cheers, my man. I don't know what you got over there. I don't even know what I got right now. You know, this shit became a science project to me. Thought about one way, then I had to balance it out. I had to come back again. At this point, I'm just letting ice do his job. You know what I'm saying? Why you in the lab? Find that, find that cure for the COVID, man. Try and be outside, brother. Nah, 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 nah. That won't be my job. <laughs> you know me. I'm outside regardless. Um, I mean, I'm just at this point. You gotta live, man. What hey, man. Just for, for the people, it's easy for me to say because my story ain't been too bad. I, I ain't, you know, uh, it ain't hit too close to home to be a boy. Um, right. Honestly, I ain't got not one negative story about COVID personally. You know what I'm saying? So it, has, it, it hasn't hit anybody in your family? You haven't, it hasn't hit like anybody close, family, relatives, whatever? Nobody I know close to me has officially been diagnosed with COVID. Um, now, you know, we all know black people. So we all, there's a few of them that swore they had it before, had a name before they got diagnosed. They were sick. But no, though, to keep it to keep it 100, no, we've been blessed on this side, man. Ain't nobody had it. Ain't nobody. And even the people that were sick, I mean, it was down about a week, 10 days yeah. and bounced back. Um, and I've been straight. And I, I was actually getting tested every Thursday for work. And um, no, I've been good. I've been good. So I can't even trip. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's a, that's a blessing right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, whatever. We we gonna keep it rocking. Um, what 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 I what I know though is, uh, and I seen the meme earlier. I need them. What they call it? The uh, I need them COVID. I need the um the COVID flight prices to come back. <laughs> Corn, they call it, what they call it? The, the quarantine, the first level quarantine. They got, I got news. <laughs> news for them niggas. That, that ain't coming back. We out that. We out that. You think the government gonna give y'all money and, and cut prices too? Man, listen. Hope so. They ain't having it. That, that was a good run, though. I ain't gonna lie. It was at points where me and you were sharing flight information, like prices and shit. It was to the point where a Uber to from Philly to Jersey was fucking eighty dollars, but I could hop on a flight from here to Miami for thirty eight on trip around. Philly. <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> who can beat those prices? <laughs> you ain't you ain't lying, bro. I am. Yeah. I, I thought you see the day. When a fucking plane was cheaper than Uber, but <laughs> listen, y'all know that y'all know I took full advantage. I was black as shit last summer. <laughs> I'm tanning coast to coast, <laughs> solo. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how you gotta be, hey, you know. If it, it, it was opportunity, the way I view it, yo, it was like this time was a uh, time of opportunity. If you can get in where you fit in, and that's that's within many things. Like if it was travel, it was cheap. Flight prices, you know what I mean? If it was stocks, they was at an all-time low. If it was real estate, interest rates low. Like, you know what I mean? It was a lot. It was a lot. So it was getting where you fit in season. So no, that's you real. Even man. with the time you got, I know, I know, even with the time I had the chance to spend with the family and all that, um, with the original uh, like I said, quarantine and all that stuff. I had to take advantage of all that stuff. Time, it's time to save money, all that. Like I, I, that's right. what I was telling people, even getting back in the workout bag, running and all that, like nigga. How much money did you like? Did you see? Did you see a real crazy savings in money? As far as like, like what was that? What was your savings like? Did you see a noticeable difference? Like, damn, why do I have an extra X amount of dollars 
you know, because no, you just no, weren't I, moving around so much. Yeah, because number one, the first thing on me was as soon as they said, um, as soon as the rumblings came across, daycare done. <laughs> she would <laughs> make that's all right. <laughs> daycare, like any, I don't care if you pay seven dollars because you got the fucking wick or whatever that shit called from the government, nigga. When yeah. you cut daycare out, yeah, that's automatic jump. And then for me personally, uh, just all the dumb stuff you do by working in Center City. You know, you spend a lot of time in Center City. Yeah. I'm in Center City every day. You got to eat. You're going to drink. You're going to walk by something. You might walk by a Foot Locker. You might. You're going to spend money. So right. Right. as soon as they put the boy in the crib, that automatically just cut back on all the miscellaneous spending. So I know for me, right. like I said, the miscellaneous stuff is like, uh, but the daycare is from the rip. Um, you know, Harper, she was in uh, pre-K at the time and daycare. So as soon as they... They started talking about canceling. Don't 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 even worry about us. We good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. She's in kindergarten now, which is free. So that, that was my that was my biggest thing. But as black people, well, let me just talk to myself. I'm not gonna talk about black people. We're gonna still find a way to spend it. He definitely <laughs> tried to single out blacks like he wasn't part <laughs> yeah, of, not, part I'm, of the I'm party. Not even, I'm not gonna be blaming on the blacks, but what I will say on that same token, um I still ended up spending it on, on goddamn furniture and everything else because you know I was I was finally settling back at a crib. So you you know one thing about me, I'm yeah. still gonna find a way to uh, find a way to spend it. But you know, what I, mean? right. I, I, I ain't tripping. Nah, let's let's that, get into it, though, man. This ain't rocket science, people. Episode seventy three. Mm-hmm. So we we got to start with my man DMX, man. Um, rest in peace, DMX. Pour it out for him. Yeah, we, we coming we coming to y'all on what a Wednesday right now. So I feel like was the last Friday he passed away. Yeah, officially, the news was bad for him for about a week. If you was like right. listening to the news, you you was saying that he was on like a ventil or life support and stuff, so it wasn't looking too good. And, right, uh, right, right, passed, right, right. Past last Friday, so it's tough, yeah, man. I, I know at first I was going to try to jump on this joint and you know what I mean do a show dedicated to DMX and all that, but I ain't feel like that'd have been like that ain't really my style. You know what I'm saying yeah. it is just sad. You feel me? I'm not about to get on here to no sad show. But definitely yeah. rest in peace to the homie DMX. And but what it did do, it, it definitely makes you reflect. Um, not just because of the internet, but I mean you start seeing like uh just all the old clips and all that. And Facts. it just take you back to what I know for me, what, sixth, seventh grade? You know what I mean? We, we the same age, so same uh, same for, for me. you, like what was like your first introduction to DMX? Shit. Uh Rough Riders. So well he dropped that year where he dropped both them projects, man. That was like I remember I got my first boom box, you know, the boom box, the bookshelf joints where like it had the speakers and the ch- CD changer. You were sitting on your dresser and in your bedroom. Like that's what I remember. I, I got one of those for my birthday and DMX album was one of the first albums that was in that, that changer. And this, I was blasting it. And uh, at the time it was probably the edited version. Yeah, man. I, I don't think I was going too, too raw with it, but <laughs> Yeah, man, his music, his music was crazy. It's something that you hear, like when you hear his stuff, it takes you back to that time. You remember that time, man, man. That's why I was so sad. I feel like it's a lot of emotion driven to his music because uh, a lot of, and we talked about this offline. It's like a lot of people were dealing with issues too that he was talking about and that got him through those issues, whether that was death, life, life, death, missing family members, all that stuff. He was talking about all that stuff. So you know, us growing up in that that era, we were able to to hear that stuff, and he was preaching to us, man. For real, that's real. And I think right now, I didn't appreciate it more until your adult years. Like I know for me, like you got to think if DMX come out when you were eleven or twelve, and my first joint was um, I actually remember going up to New York City on a bus trip with my man Church. They used to have like a <laughs> bus trip to New York City every year, and we went up there. And from a flea market, 
I had bought um, it's dark and hell is hot. You feel me? But I bought that because on the box, you know, we used to get our videos and listen to our music. Remember the music channel, the box? Yeah. I know for me, we had yeah. a cable growing up, channel sixty five. So I think my first time hearing X was when the video came out, the Rough Riders anthem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Seeing him, seeing the energy. I used to want to be from New York so bad, dog. Seeing all them <laughs> niggas on the dirt bikes and all that, like you could. <laughs> I mean, between that and the N one mixtape, you can. Man, I wanted to be from New York so bad, dog. Like so. Yeah, that was Damn. my first introduction to X. Like, and just the whole, like I said, the whole thing with um, with, with the dirt bikes and just the, the, the video and all that. That first video was hard, bro. That beat when that joint came on, like that that joint was hard. Yeah. Then they picked up Eve and all that. Like, it was just a good time, dog. It was a good time. Was a great time. That was a great time, man. It was a great time. It was like the 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 birth of like the MTV, not the birth, but that was during the MTV era. So like the music video era. So yeah, that was. That's another reason why people so tied to him. We saw him on our TV screens while we was young all day. Like, you know what I mean, all day in constant rotation. So we felt like we knew that nigga, man. So like when he when 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 people like that pass, it, it hits a little different. I couldn't even for real, I couldn't listen to slipping. The first day you're hard now, right? Yeah, like when you older you listen to it now. Cause uh man. like I know we talked about this offline. To keep it real, like, okay, when, when he passed, I mean, of course I played his music, you feel me? But I really got deep in the DMX bag when, after he did his verses, you feel me? And that's right. why when you listen to it in, in your adult years, like you said, slipping yeah. and other yeah. tracks, like, he was talking about some real stuff, like, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, absolutely, he, he, it's not going to hit for you when you 11, 12, 13, 14, but when I got back in my bag um, after that versus battle, and I was listening to, like, a lot of it when I was running and all that, I'm like, yeah. hey, my man was really going through some stuff. For sure. Me? So he he was kind of like ahead of his time with the mental and all that stuff. And yeah. even the prayers, like the prayers is crazy. But he wasn't, himself. he was so authentic because he wasn't doing that shit for show. Like this is a, right. this is a dude that he, he grew up in foster homes when he was young. Like, I mean, his mom left him, his mom took him, his, his sister was telling the story. His mom took him to a foster care place like where they were going to live he thought that they were going to live there him and his mom his mom dropped him off in that motherfucker like just left his ass there so like that's real pain he had to deal with all that and, and work his way through it however he wanted to so we actually saw that and like i, I, I like i like that he he was able to do that versus with snoop because like you see two legends and it's cool but it was almost like his farewell low-key it was like his farewell tour he did that he did a couple podcasts. He did a podcast with Nori. He he was just popping up more over this course of this pandemic. And uh, I think he was releasing a project and gearing up for that too. But I mean, we were just able to see him more. That's kind of why I heard it a little bit different too. So like legend, man, legend at 50, what was he 50 years old? He was 50 on the dot. I mean, you mentioned the word authentic because in the world nowadays where I swear, I, I try to be like, the, I, I try to be like, a, I try to be negative and I try to critique everybody. But I swear, everything everybody do nowadays is like just so curated, so fake, so planned. Yeah. Like this nigga X dog, like he was raw from the rip, but he maintained right. he maintained that the whole way through. Like he never got his paper and got cleaned up or none of that. Like he was he was what he was. And I feel like I mean today's artists really not like that. Like even the ones who who came from where they came from, there's still a certain spin they put on it. There's still a certain like I feel like um PR thing to it and all that. Like X was yeah. X. And um, I know yeah, I was mentioning you. Go ahead. No, no, no. What were you saying? No, I about to say I know I was mentioning you before we got on this joint. Like listening to Swiss, because if anybody seen X from where he started to, you know, today with Swiss Beats, 
You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and even like the, the tributes and all that, I was I was ignoring all that on the gram. I don't care if it was on a celebrity or a regular person. But for some reason, I listened to Swiss. Like Swiss was on that joint for nine minutes. And it's kind of hard to watch a nine minute video on your phone, but especially on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I sat mm-hmm. there and, and listened to him give it and like like just t- tell it how it was. And Swiss gave a, a touch and tribute. Like I, I was telling you, like I felt like he was trying to be humble about it because at the end of the day, Swiss was crying, but he was on a private jet. You know what I'm saying? You can tell. <laughs> My man had the phone right here trying to keep it close while the tears coming down his eyes. I, <laughs> <laughs> the tears, I heard the tears hit different. They hit different when you're in a private jet. Yeah, I heard man. that G5. I heard that G5 engine going crazy in the back. Yeah, it's a little different. But not a, yeah, he gave, he gave a, um, I mean, he just gave a touch and jaw, man, for the whole nine minutes. Like I said, I respect where Swiss coming from. Because you got to think. Like he even said, it wouldn't be no Swiss without him. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it wouldn't. And that's what that's that's kind of why you wish he would have. I don't know, man. You just wish it would have been a little different. Like even his some of his estate wasn't even in order when he passed. Like so, you ain't even like you just wish it would be different because that's a legend, man. Like that's a legend. He he birthed so many careers. Shit, he, at the, at a point he was hotter than Jay Z. You know I mean, oh, like Jay Z yeah, was yeah. opening for DMX, and then it, yeah. you know it, it, that's just where it was and. When he passed, I put the video on my. I posted the video that I was watching, ironically, the day before he passed, because just the news of him being on life support. I was just reminiscing, but uh, it was at him at Woodstock, and like you talk that video about classic dog. You talk about people two hundred thousand like, out there, John, and probably one hundred fifty all white people. <laughs> like one ninety five, and he's. He just out there performing. He's not caring about none of that. He's giving the energy, and uh, and and that's why people liked it, man. That music it was a, it was that was a lot of that was a lot of. I don't know if people want to like white people want to talk about it, but that was a lot of white people's initiation to black culture that is right now. Like people like DMX. You know what I mean, that, that was that's what, what, it, what it was. Facts. When you, when you like, six seven grade, like you know what I mean. Because who, who else would it have been? Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. I mean, Jay Z wasn't there yet, but he was right. the artist. He was the guy. He brought New York, he put New York on his back. He was the guy. I mean, at a time where it wasn't really, the West was popping. He just came on the scene and fucked it up, man. Legend. Legend, man. Uh, definitely will always be played and honored and tributed. Yeah, that that that, that Woodstock Jones crazy. My man came out in his drawers and some overalls. Like, <laughs> 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 there were two hundred thousand people. Like, nigga, what are you on? Like, just out here. Like that energy, yeah, that energy, here. man. That energy, real dog. Like, that, shout that, out that Cody. Rocking. Shout out Cody. Cody. Shout out Cody Duckets, man. He are that's his homie, man. That's a, that's a, he always say that X one of his favorite rappers, man. So like, shout, yeah. Cool, I know uh, nasty now. All of them like that was because I ain't gonna hold you. The same thing I said about Kobe when, when it became Rockefeller versus Rough Rider. You know, I was rocking, I was rocking with the city. You can mm. tell me I wasn't part of state property. So <laughs> it, took, it, took, it took me a minute to come back <laughs> and fool with them dudes, but nah, but yeah, that, that, was that was definitely a good time though. But shout out to the boy X Man, it, it was a tough weekend because, like I said, that was yeah. probably Thursday, Thursday, Friday, and then I want to say what yeah. Saturday it went down again in Minnesota, man. And I, oh I gotta, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I gotta say, because this ain't our first rodeo. You feel me? You and I have been doing this show for damn near five years at this point. Yeah. This show yeah. in the beginning, we we had these situations a lot. You yeah. feel me? So where where we at with it now? Like, I'm not gonna get into the details. I don't even, I don't even want to really get into the 
what went down. We all know what went down. Another another cop killing killing a, a, a young black man. Um, yeah, you talking about uh, right? I forgot his first name it was uh, Dante. Yeah, uh, right. He was killed by the officer who thought they had that she had a taser in her hand and uh, she had a gun. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. But so my <laughs> question, my question to you is: uh, We've been doing the show five years now. I know, and I know it's here and there where I hop on Instagram. I might flip a whole episode and blah, like, yo, y'all should listen to this blase, blase, blase. Me personally, I cringe at some of the stuff I said back in 2017, <laughs> 2018. You feel me? So my question to you, where we stand at today, and I'm only asking this because it's relevant and because, um, well, yeah, because it's relevant. When pulled over by the police, like I said, this is a conversation we had before. Is this the where same question? You, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> This new information has been added. So I'm just wondering where you at. Where are you at with the comply or talk your shit? Okay. I just want to know. Have, have, have right. your views changed? No. They have not changed. But okay. I, w- I will say, and I'll reference the, the video with the uh, the army, the gentleman that was in the, ar- in the army got... I forgot about that one, yeah. So, like, I'll reference that because... That man did everything right, and he still got pepper spray right. But I tend to move on that side of the of the fence. Like he he pulled over at a well lit area, right? He recorded himself. He turned his car off, and he put his hands out the window, right? Now, I, I that's complying to me, um, and that's probably more compliance than I might have did at the time. Right, but um, I, I I think my viewpoint doesn't change from when you first asked that question, which was like, do I talk? I remember I said something to the fact like, I do ask the cop what I did. Like, you know, I'm gonna ask what I did. Why was right. it? Why was there a stop? All that shit. I'm definitely gonna do that. Like, hey, yeah, it's not wrong with asking what the fuck I did. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Right. I I think where I stand at is. Um, you can ask what you want, whether they answer you or not. My thing is just all the extraness. Asking what I did—that's I, I don't find that extra. But extra shit that people do, um, I think is, is too much. I know for me personally. So, so, so to answer my own question, I'm complying. You feel me? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm complying. Like e- even the cop. I mean, I'm sorry. Even um, the army dude. He did everything right and got his ass um pepper spray right. I'm okay yeah. with that. If I, if I do everything right and y'all shoot me, pepper spray me, I'm cool with that. I did my job. <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm saying? In life, if I prepare and I do everything correctly and it don't work out my way, how can I be upset? <laughs> uh, that's a great that's analogy. How, that's, that's, that's how I look at it. So he did everything okay. right and still got his ass pepper spray. I'd rather okay. that than me, uh, man, fuck y'all niggas, man. <laughs> then you pepper spray me. Then it's like, I'm a fool because I, I kind of brought it on. So anyway, I'm kind of making that situation, but I, I just feel like I'm going percentages. You pull me over. I'm a comply. I might be a little sarcastic, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get out of this the easiest way as possible. You feel me? I so feel I'm, 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 I'm gonna take this back to the chat, right? And me, me and I dear uh, Ness and I just, just just spoke about this earlier because basically what he was saying is, um, if we comply, if we yes sir, no sir, yes so no sir. Because these police yeah. have all this power, nothing will change. You feel me? You, you agree with that, right? That's what that's what who was saying that? That was that's what Nadir's statement was or yours? 
No, that's basically what Nadir was explaining to me. Like, it's not about complying or not. It's about if we keep yes and no on these niggas to death. Well, I shouldn't use it to death, but if we keep yes and no, nothing will change. They will have this power and they will keep this power. I, I agree with that. And I agree with that too. But we're not going to change this shit on my behalf. Nigga, I'm trying to live. <laughs> so you don't want to be on a t shirt. I got you. Nigga, we laughing about it, but you know what I mean sometimes you to get through all this bullshit, you just gotta like you, know I mean, yeah, you gotta think about shit, man. Yeah, this ain't rocket science. I'm just I'm just trying to explain my like side of the situation. Right, right. I I'm just trying it. to explain my, my side of the situation because we're not about to I don't want y'all marching on my behalf. You, you feel me? So let let's let me get through this traffic stop. Remember, I go to jail or they'll lock me up, brother get pepper sprayed, and then we can try to fight it another way. So th- th- that's my point, and that's why I'm with the compliance situation. All right, I got a rebuttal to that. I got a rebuttal okay. to that. So, yeah, I mean, to, back to your percentages point, right? So you got, like, a country that black people, we make up 15 to 20%, if that. I don't even think it's that. It might be 10. I mean, of the country's total population. Mm-hmm. Uh, other races, such as white, I mean, white people, they make up 60%. Okay? All right. Black people die at higher rates. <laughs> from situations like getting pulled over and we are that portion of the population like we are such a minority still and we get killed in higher rates in that situation so i i say that to say like you can still be compliant very compliant right and this percentage still ain't in your favor (laughs) it's like you can do everything you can hand them everything all it takes is one scared individual to think that instead of you putting your license and registration back in your pocket you grabbing a weapon and next thing you know you are on that t-shirt when you thought you was being completely compliant no i agree don't give me don't give me don't give me twisted this this country has a fundamental problem because even after what happened in minnesota i mean it ain't got much traction but some kids got shot in the tennessee high school when when they got back to school on monday yeah, if you look at if you compare everybody, know if you compare us to other countries, the gun violence and everything, like the country has a fundamental problem. So to take it back to your point, everything you just said about how small of a percentage of the country we make, how high of a rate we get killed, yeah. makes it more my thing. When you pull me over, I'm trying to be your friend. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> what, what was the what was the Martin stand up? <laughs> he was like. When, when black people get older, you know what? He said, when black people get pulled over, they, they like, um, you know what, officer, I, I'll do better. You know what? You're, you're right. I'm wrong. You know what? Uh, was I? <laughs> he said, white people be like, my dad's going to have your ass. Like, right. That's, that's exactly real. And nah, we do that sure. because, like, I'm going to say everybody do it, but I would do that because, nigga, I'm trying to make it out the traffic stop. Brother, I'm right or wrong. I don't care. Give me a ticket, three, four, whatever. We can go to court and do, and do that dance. Right. But listen, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get you stop. And this is a conversation yeah. I had with myself because I, I get pulled over, well, at the time, I used to get pulled over too fucking much. I kind of cut that yeah. out. Putting, your, cut putting out. yourself at risk for doing that. Regardless, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can be a black man in this country and be completely compliant with whatever's going down. And you're still at a higher percentage. The, the, your race is still getting killed at a higher percentage. It's just, it's just the, the facts. That's the numbers. Everybody want to use numbers. That's the numbers. Oh, like we, oh, we, we, we 10% of the population, but 80% of the police killing. How that work? I mean, I mean, we could take it from the traffic stop. I mean, just the way we live. We seen the kid in South Carolina walking through his neighborhood and got pressed out. 
who knows how that could have went. So I definitely agree. I definitely agree to um the country has a fundamental problem, but I do like how that story ended. Not only did the white guy get arrested, <laughs> but then all the black people brought it to his front door. <laughs> like, what's up, right. cuz? What's up? What's up? Yo, you had something to say. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly he what happened. I like that. Yeah, nah, for was, sure. He was even mad. And I like how the young boy handled it. I don't know how young he was, but he was just like, sir, I am walking away and you're following me. Like, <laughs> but this is like, you sound drunk. You smell drunk. <laughs> like, you young was cool, though, didn't he? He said, you smell drunk. But this is this is a question I got, like, on the other side of things, right? The young boy said his wife was recording. Why do people still? How does that video get out? If my wife recorded me doing this. Right. Right. She, they so stupid. She probably got on Facebook or something and and bragged about it, like, look at my husband. He had to defend the neighborhood. Like, like, how, <laughs> how, how does that video get out? If <laughs> Imagine your girl, you're doing something your husband is doing. Your girl posted and bringing all this heat. That's why I'm mad if I'm, if I'm him. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, we're going to have, man, man, man. Yeah, we would have to have a little conversation about that. Because now, now I'm fired. Like, he was in the Army. He was, now I'm out yeah. there. You done put me out there. Now we you jeopardize both of us. For free. Bro, they was living in the house for free. That house Where was that? paid for by whatever whatever happens when you go to the army, whatever it was paid for, they were saying by tax dollars. Really? So I wonder who was the dumbass, like I said, because I'm pretty sure whoever recorded it was somebody from his camp, from his side. Yeah. How did that video get out? Because it wasn't Young Boy. Young Boy was just minding his business in his vans. Like, he was just taking a little stroll around the neighborhood. How long yeah, was- have you lived in this neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> White Boy probably just got there. Trying he to probably block did. He probably did, but you know that's that that's entitlement. It's entitlement in many sections. I mean, I'm entitled in some aspects of my life, but yeah, I mean, when you're entitled on the racial aspect, it's a little, it's a little touchy. Oh, a, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's I a little, that was. It's a little touchy, but I'm always going to ask questions. I need to know. I like. I need to know. You pulled me over. I need to know what what was I doing? What, what, let me know. How can I? How can I? help me understand why you pulled me over because by getting pulled over i'm already assuming that you pulled me over for some bullshit that's already what i'm what i'm thinking well i'm yeah, with you I, I don't see anything wrong with with, with, the, with the uh asking the questions now when you start i think doing a bunch of other shit i i, I kind of feel like all right well, let's, let's go back right, let's revisit our situation in south philly all right <laughs> south philly what happened in south philly when we get in the bar stool this is the only time i've been pulled over with you so I'm I'm the one driving. All right. We coming down. We getting the bar stools. So we're, we're already trespassing. Bar stool. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so, let, let, let's revisit this. Let, let's rewalk it for the people. All right. So have, me and have, Bar this, has this ever been told? I think we told it on the show back in the day. So right. let, let, let's So we still in bar stools. <laughs> all right, so let, yeah, so let, let's, let's revisit this in today's time with the new evidence and all the videos we've seen over the past four or five years. So this is how I look at it. Then we can go by how you look at it. Because <laughs> back then you you were still well, you wasn't mad at me, but I, I still could understand what your problem was. Okay, because wrong is wrong. And again, people, I'm just trying to move through the move through the through, through the stop. So long story right. short, I mean y'all already know about the man on mansion. Y'all been down to the man cave, whatever, whatever. The bar stool I'm sitting on right now. Okay, <laughs> these are what you call second hand. Okay, I got a friendly tip from my good friend Bill, who at the time <laughs> worked down at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, well, I worked somewhere. I worked somewhere. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was a custodian. <laughs> he was a motherfucking <laughs> nigga. Sold popcorn at the Sixer game. Nah, nah, nah. Go. 
So listen, my man, my man, my man called me. He like, listen, <laughs> an establishment is getting rid of all their bar furniture. You might want to get down here. Now, mind you, y'all, this nigga get off what, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. What I do? Yeah. I jump in the car. <laughs> I'm straight to it 30 minutes later. So, all right. So my point is, we get stopped. Oh, I got man. a car full of stools. I've already <laughs> trespassed. <laughs> I've already trespassed. I've already fucking stolen property. It was in the trash, but it was in a dumpster on you know on there. Some people use the dumpster for storage when you're doing when you're doing certain things, but remove it from the dumpster, put it in my car. I'm trying to leave, cops pull us over. Now, me being me, I feel like I'm already wrong. So I'm gonna try to smooth this thing over. So I'm like, how you doing? Boo, boo, boo. I already know what I'm doing wrong. What the fuck? I'm like asking him, hey, what I do, man? It's 1.30 <laughs> in the morning. Like, and it wasn't just us either. It was old people too. They were trying to stop what they could stop. It was, it was. Clearly, somebody called the cops. Right. And mind you, we're both sitting like this in the car because I got fucking eight stools in these. <laughs> I'm not asking to the dash. Right? <laughs> I'm, so I'm not asking what I did. I'm just trying to comply. Right. Here we go, G- gangster Bill. What you need to see my license for? I ain't driving, man. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. What you need to see my license for? I'm not driving. Really? <laughs> you want to know who the fuck you are, my nigga? <laughs> Did I just stop a fucking murderer? Did I just stop a somebody that's in the system? But so, because my yeah. thing is, if you clean, get that shit up so we keep moving. You like, man, I fuck David. You know who my uncle is? I ain't even got <laughs> my license, man. I ain't say I. First of all, no, I ain't say you know, you know my. But I did say I ain't got my license. I said straight up, I ain't right, got my license. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got my license, man. I ain't driving. I ain't I ain't so. Giving a nigga a hard time for no reason. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this nigga. No, I thought did I think we was gonna get shot? No, I didn't. But brother, we was getting a ticket. I didn't even I didn't even want him to be like, get the stools back. So were we yeah, even getting stopped talking. for the stools? Were we getting stopped for the stools that were in your car or were we just getting we were still in the parking lot? So they were stopping us trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. So uh, I wasn't thinking about getting shot. I was thinking about getting a ticket. I didn't want to put the stools back. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm, I'm being selfish I'm trying to go along with the mission right? But it all worked out It all worked out And um, the next day I came back with a U-Haul And cleaned that bitch all the way out Right, yeah, yeah, right right. That next day Niggas pulled up with a U-Haul, man Shout out to uh, Shout out to Xfinity Live for that one Provide Provide hey, with some, uh, some furniture for the man cave. You know what I mean? Listen, man, I tell everybody, everything in this basement, when we moved here, I ain't had no budget for the cave. I had to do something <laughs> muscle. Everything down is joint second hand. That, that means you can appreciate it more. I remember we was doing podcasts down that joint. It was one TV. Now you got three. Oh, yeah, we living now. We living in the theater now. You looking we good over there. Hey, man, we look good. Definitely looking good over here. But listen, before I let you go, man, what's up, man? Let's touch on the sports real quick. Time for right, change. Right. Six is looking good. Number one seed at the moment. You know. Um, do you feel like they're the, the true number one seed though? Because Brooklyn is Brooklyn is just being so disrespectful. Brooklyn's trash. Straight up, they trash. They got three. This is just these are these are my these are just my opinion. This is just right. my opinion. They got three stars, right? All that who I call mental midgets. Now, like a mental midget is someone that to me just doesn't have their head on straight to deal with a lot of things going on. 
Something shout out to all the little people. Don't mean to wrap y'all in into this, you know. Um, yeah, mental midget. So KD, mental midget to me. Sometimes when he's hit with adversity, he reacts weird to it. And that might affect his game. Kyrie, mental midget at times. Sometimes he, his heart is in the right place, but it tends to stray away from basketball sometimes. James Harden, mental midget. He might be thinking about the strip club when he's on the court. So you never know what you're going to get with these three dudes. And I think the Sixers are in prime position with the talent that they got. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, the young boys, Matisse, all that, Seth Curry, to to really to really make some noise. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't I don't think Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn got three great players, but they it's not like the Warriors. Like, I mean, I don't think in no way is it one of those type dynasties or like the Heat when they had Bron, Wade, and Bosch. It's uh it's good, but I think when the when the trips are down, we got a seven two center and a six foot eleven light skinned man. So I think we should be all right. <laughs> all right. So the only difference I see between Brooklyn, um, you mentioned the Warriors and you mentioned Miami. The only difference I see between those other teams is the, the time in and the chemistry. You feel me? Okay. So is, is that so you just don't feel like what Brooklyn is like a real team? You just feel like there's three good dudes and they got the rest of them. They're going to just try to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, outside of all of them being like mental midgets. I think they don't have the capacity. I don't think they have the the gel. They haven't gelled yet. It's just three players players playing basketball. That'll get you. I mean, that'll get you through three quarters. But what you going to do in that fourth when you face with some adversity or you, all those players go out? Somebody get foul trouble. Anything. It's a lot of variables in the game. I think that that puts a lot of weight on all three of them or all or one of them in particular to carry it until a certain point. Like, I mean, they got so talent. Well, you got talent. Ain't no, ain't no stop. Ain't no denying that. So you do feel like the Sixers yeah. is the best team in the East. In the East. Yeah, I do for sure. I'm trying to get back in the stadium. I need to see a game. I need to see a playoff game because I think. Well, let's talk about this. this actually, let, let's talk about this because I actually had an opportunity to go uh, to the game last night. It would have been my first game since the Lakers, I guess, two years ago. But why'd you um, go, nigga? Because what's nobody playing for Brooklyn? So I, 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 I'm disappointed. Like, so do you think the NBA is like a broken product? Because, like, like, come on, man. Like, Kyrie got <laughs> off work. Listen, this is how I look at it. <laughs> Kyrie got off work early on Friday. <laughs> right? He got ejected. Right. Somebody called him a, a, the N-word. I don't want to say it. Right? And then... Another black decided, person. Another black right, person called Another black guy. And then he right. decided not to play the next, the next game. Right? And then Harden already was hurt, which, is, which to me is super suspect. Because you mentioned him being a mental midget because the last couple of years he's run out of gas in the, um, in the playoffs. So I kind of think it's a lot of hamstrings in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, KD, and then KD decided not to play. So honestly, that, that's the way my appetite I wanted to go to the game. I'm like, ain't no point in going down this job um, if, if nobody's playing. I mean, it's still turning to be a game. But So my question is, do you, how do you feel about all the PT on the NBA and how much leverage the, um, <laughs> the, the players have? <laughs> Like you said, PTO. <laughs> That's all the shit is. I mean, you still get paid, paid time off. Oh, I'm on the fence with it. I got, I don't have a problem with it, but it sucks sometimes. Like I don't. It's hard watching games at this point. After the All Star Blade, it's hard to watch games because it's you had a chunk where players are sitting out and getting ready for the playoffs. So it's, it's Bro, like. I I don't think it's ever been this bad. I remember like maybe six, seven years ago, people was mad at like LeBron for sitting out a game yeah. here and there, going down the stretch. 
But we we got Kevin Durant. He set out thirty games with a hamstring. You got James Harden, another twenty five with a hand. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's it's, it's, it's even hard to watch TV because Lakers on the TV every night. AD not right. playing, LeBron not playing. Right. Those are legitimate injuries, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. You, you think so? I mean, AD. I'm so he limps up and down the court every time you. I I don't know. I don't right. know. LeBron. I think it was the ball really rolled up on LeBron. He did. He did. If it was playoffs, that's how I try to look at it. Is if it was playoffs, would these niggas be playing? Well, that's the big. And thing. I think nobody nobody cares about the regular season. The players clearly don't care right. about the regular season. Nah, nah. If it was playoffs, all these dudes would be playing. It ain't no like AD be right out there hobbling. LeBron would be right out there figuring it out. So like, it it, it hurts the league a little bit, but. You know, we all we're all getting ready for a product at the end. If as long as it matriculates into a good product in the playoffs, I'm cool with it. Take your games off, whatever. You know, like do 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 whatever you feel. And uh, it's interesting. The NBA got like they got the most vocal players. It's cool to see because I can't imagine like just the NFL players being able to do some of the things that the NBA players do, but it's kudos to the NBA because they were, they've been able to build that reputation. Um, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't want the NFL players to have this much leverage. It's the NFL. <laughs> Niggas would never play. Niggas would right. never play. Yeah. In football, it's only six, well, 17 games now. I, I think players would never play and it wouldn't mean as much. People would be like, we're just getting ready to the playoffs. Yeah. Like, and that, and that kind of, that's why the NFL, I mean, it just means so much and it, that's why I think that it's such a better, a better product, a better everything because the the players got to play. The late defender doesn't do. They might yeah. not be back next week. The NBA right. niggas saw that contract, man. Niggas got their feet up. Niggas is like, man, listen, listen here, white that man. Game. What you mean that that money ain't guaranteed? Them NBA players don't get guaranteed <laughs> contracts. Let me stand up. Uh, <laughs> it's four people. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't come back with like an apology. He just let it rot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he did. He needed to apologize for real because he didn't. He didn't sound too educated right there. I, yeah, man. I did the research. It's for <laughs> I'm like, man. Niggas <laughs> was just looking at him. Niggas, like, this nigga like, <laughs> and that's one thing about me. I'm not arguing with no nigga who just clearly wrong. I'd have just let him go. And if I'm Brandon Marshall, I would have cut that part of the show because he got to have this type of say over there. <laughs> he, <laughs> he the man. He a real one because that was me. Man, I'd have got right. Yeah, I'd cut, cut that whole. Yeah, I'd have, what? Cut that out. Hey, as soon as we got off, I'd have been on Google. Like, hold on, what the fuck? Oh, whoa. Man. As soon as Twitter, as soon as Twitter, went, well, did it, once it hit Twitter, it's too late. But when that show, hit, when that show hit YouTube, man, listen, you got recant that. That, that shit would have been cut out like a motherfucker. But I know they got some ownership in that thing. <laughs> right, they got to. If they know something wrong. Fuck that. They had to took that thing out smooth because he looked like a big he ass. Like a, we can say that. Bro, a whole bro. dick neck out here arguing <laughs> over something. <laughs> but he, no, like I said, he, he a real one though because he, I mean, shit. Like I said, y'all never would have heard that argument. I'd have cut that. I don't care how the show looked between the beginning and the end. That bitch just, <laughs> just went off. <laughs> hit the it bars, man. Smooth at all. Hell no. Ah, man. Yeah. I've been meaning to catch up to see what he, how he addressed it, but I don't think the other did. thing, the other thing, I'm um, not to get off topic, but it's on topic as far as like podcasts, all that stuff. I am waiting for Joe Budden's talk with Kevin Samuels. I am on the edge of my seat. I'm. We might have to do a react 
when that to react to when that interview dropped, dog, because I am ready to speak on some of this stuff that they gonna speak on. Uh, a video of uh of us watching his video. No, I'm, I'm, that should definitely be um how you feel about Bordo? Kevin Samuels? Yeah. Uh I feel like he is off base on some things, but he's on base on some also. It's more 50-50 than people are, would want to say. Um, that's so, as much as I'm willing to say because somebody would probably get mad. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real, though. I, I, I ain't going to lie. It's hard for me to watch his clips, his long clips, like 14 minutes, 8 minutes. Yeah. But I, I've, I've seen the highlights, right? And from what I've seen, dude be 100% correct. I'm going to keep it real. The shit he said to them hoes, he'd be 100% correct. The only thing I don't like is even me personally, I'm never going to beat up on a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm never going figuratively. We're talking figuratively. Oh, yeah. We're talking figuratively. I'm, yeah, I mean verbally. I'm never going to... I feel like he insult them. I feel like he tried to put them down. I feel like there's a nicer way to say some of the things he say. But yeah. from the highlights I've seen, he's 100% correct. Like, some of the stuff he'd be saying, like, look at you. Basically, what he's saying is, look at you and look what you want. <laughs> it don't add but up. <laughs> I, right. But I also think he bring on a certain type of woman so he can say that and go viral and be who he is. Right. I mean, it's not what to see him bring across. No, no. You want to see him what do what? No, but I, said, I want to see him bring on, bring on some ones, which are cool, which is how he made his name, which is how we know him. But bring yeah. some tens too. And sit here and tell a 10, she can't get that. When she's 32 right. with no kids, two degrees, she a doctor. That's my thing is like, find somebody you can't just beat up on. You feel me? Find somebody you got to give brother advice to. Right. Right. Exactly. Cause that, that, that woman ain't looking for the, that, that woman ain't looking for his advice. That, and that's the thing. That's, oh, that's his thing. Too. He's talking to he's talking to a specific group of women that seek out his advice, and then they get mad when or you know what they don't even get mad because when you when he's talking to the women that ask him questions, they start laughing like they're asking him questions, but they don't get mad. The reaction, like when it goes on other streams and, right. and, and social media, that's how it gets spin and gains his popularity. But really, the other women get mad. When they ain't really got nothing to do with the girls that are asking the question and looking for information. Like, if you home 32 with no kids and you got a nice body and you look good, he ain't talking to you because you could probably find a quote-unquote high-value man, like he said. High-value you know I mean? But the girl working at Burger Fee, talking to the customers, a guy might walk in there on his lunch break and he don't want to talk to you. You work at Burger Fee. Like, why? You're not. You might not be in where he's at with it, and women will have that argument all the time. They you, they say it all the time amongst their circles. They might say it to your face. You're not on my level. That's right. what he's telling some women that you're just not on somebody else's level to be asking all of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's he. It, it, I don't want to agree with a lot of stuff he says, but uh, like like you said, the long form stuff <clears> is <throat> it's hard to get through. It's it's just it's tough. It's too much. It's too much. It's, it's, it's tough. Too he a little too. He a little too. Yeah. He's talking about bitch. him. Well, that's another thing too. <laughs> My man, what team are you gonna, on? <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing, but something. About I don't him. like that either. Though. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't. I don't like that either. Because I do feel like something ain't sitting right with my spirit. When you when you talk so, to these women the way you talking to these women, you feel me? You in you in Atlanta, dog? It ain't no reason to have turtlenecks on, baby. I'm, I, I don't mean, know he why. Might, <laughs> he might know how to get these men. That's how. He, that's why he able to tell them. <laughs> I bet he know what a high value man is. Probably. I wonder why he know. <laughs> right. I mean, listen. That's your twist. Is a twist. But yeah. Long story short, 
I don't like how you talk to some of the chicks, and I wish he brought on like better chicks. But like you said, it it is what it is, man. It is. It, yeah, I, I'm gonna be. I'm I'm anxiously waiting for that to drop. I don't know when it is. I just saw it on social media the other day, and that's uh that's interesting. I would love to hear some people's some people's thought on that, especially women. I like having that that open conversation with uh with people just to just to hear how they talk, man. You know what I mean, how they how they their viewpoint. I feel like we've done that. We've done that over the years, and it's it's led into some interesting conversations. Right, right. Like I said, yeah, I think it'd be tough to argue with with some of the um, you know, the, the value women he, he's brought on. But I guess those are the women that call him. Those are the ones that that, that seek his advice. So, shit, they they getting what they pay for. I guess. Right. You think you think it paid to talk to him? I know he does like a, consulting as far as like uh brand not brand um personal consulting question. whatever, but. I hope they're not paying to get embarrassed by that man like that. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I know. So yeah, some girls are definitely probably paying for his information on some way. I don't even know what type of information he pro- he provided outside of a podcast. That's that's the interesting thing. But well, no, uh, uh, y- y- y'all already know Brad. Brad. Brad reached out to him or uh, hit his website to see exactly what he do. So I do know he does like some type of personal consulting or whatever. And I okay. think it's like a. a I think he said either a thousand or ten thousand dollar retainer for you off the rip. So he does provide some type of real. It was a thousand to talk to him. Um, he does <laughs> provide some type of real uh, advice or whatever. But yeah, the, the women that's calling right. on a video call, there's no way they, there's no way they paying a thousand dollars to talk to that man. Because at this point, he needs them. Absolutely, shit. They, 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 they the reason why people listen to him and why he got yeah, his he, platform. Yeah, he need the content. So he shit. At the rate he's going, he's begging motherfuckers to call him. Facts. A thousand dollars is ridiculous for to man. That just show how that just show where we at in the world. People paying a thousand dollars for some dude to say why they ain't shit. Yeah, that's somebody to call me. I <laughs> <laughs> will give you my personal. I give you my professional opinion, not my personal opinion. I'm gonna give you my I'm, <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm gonna set. You, I'm gonna set you straight. Straight up. All right, we out of here, man. Listen, appreciate you popping on. For sure. I mean, you, you're more than welcome to come back. This ain't rocket science, people. Um, episode damn seventy three. Um, that's where we at with it, man. Where we at with it? That's pretty much all I got for the people. That's where it is, man. That's where it is. Next, uh, next episode, Kevin Samuels react. Yeah, man. Yeah, we should definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> we need five we need five five open-minded individual uh women to to highlight to dissect this kevin samuels topic with us so no, right we need, in, we need, in i need five women to come up the call here so i can tell you what i think about y'all <laughs> <laughs> ask me ask me uh tell me where y'all going wrong in life i'll pay man. for that <laughs> i'll pay for that i'll pay for that <laughs> i'll pay for that we might, no, we no. might have a market for that. We're going to do that. We might have a market for that. Kevin <laughs> listen, on to something. I, I'm in a solution-based business. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing but answers. They might not be the right answers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got the answers. Straight up. Yeah, man. So listen, yeah, this ain't Rocket Science, episode number three. Tomorrow, y'all see I got the putter on me. We got the range tomorrow. Yeah, we out. We out the range. Get on, get get your golf game on, ladies and gentlemen. Find you a yeah, high yeah. value man, women. You want to find a high value man? Get yourself a pair of golf clubs. Take your ass to the golf course. 
They out yeah, there. Go, ahead, go, go hang out at the country club and see what type of racist high value man to come back with. <laughs> yeah, facts. Mano, 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 BJ, 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 BJ,